Welcome to Noclip, the podcast that's like a book club for people who don't think that books reward them enough for being good at them. I'm Chad Rosen. And I'm Andy Kennett. And today, we're going to be talking about Trapped, a game that was developed and published by Tecmo and was released in 2005 on the PlayStation 2 and 2014, the same game on the PlayStation <laughs> Network. <laughs> Uh, but first, if you can give us a like or a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. And second, if you could get your fan brewery submissions in, uh, we've already gotten like three. So, uh, you know, already competition a brewing. <laughs> so get get in there. Uh, either on our Discord, in the comments here, you can send us an email at noclippodcast at gmail.com. Uh, however you want to do it, send in submissions and we'll be picking some to play in February. Uh so do it. Yep. The and, weirder, the better. Yeah. The less <laughs> likely that we would have done it anyway. Uh, and as an example of kind of a weird game, uh, Trapped <laughs> is, uh, I should have, I, I am dumb. And I maybe you looked this up because I forgot to. Uh-huh. Uh, is I think like the fourth game in a franchise, like the Tecmo Deception series. Yes. I think that's correct. Okay. I read it at one point and forgot the number. I remember that it was the Deception series that started on the PlayStation 1 like in the mid-late 90s. Mm -hmm. I think it is the fourth entry. Okay. And they kind of decided to like rebrand it as as Trapped. Which then was taken by a new metal band (laughs) Mm -hmm. at some point. Uh, So that was... This is a weird... Because this game is Trapped, T backwards R-A-P-T is is very i don't know like it, nowadays if somebody did well people would obviously associate it with the band trapped at this point mm-hmm. but i feel like if it was a new idea that came out right now everyone would think it was extremely lame <laughs> and i don't know if in 2005 it was better <laughs> like i was alive then but i don't know if i had my pulse on trends in fact i'm positive i didn't uh-huh uh but yeah, it, this game is very strange branding. I, I don't necessarily know that the original was better, <laughs> uh, but it is. It's like it's a very sort of like edgy, uh, almost like Halloween kind of camp game. Yeah, but I think mostly yeah in that branding. Like the game itself doesn't really feel that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it like feels the, more like a game that's called Deception. Yeah, like the cover art <laughs> is like the the main character with like the weird demon arm, uh-huh. you know, stretched out with like a big fucking scythe in the background or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's like with, with chains and it's all black and blue and stuff. So yeah, definitely trying to, I guess, market to that like 14-year-old uh, demographic in the mid-2000s. Yeah, that was the, the core demo for video games at the time. Um, and so Trapped, the game itself is a very strange, like strategy action game. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm going to say, I I have really complicated feelings on this experience, like as a whole taken entirely, uh, in a similar way that I have to like Harvester or to uh, the realms of the haunting, or and you called this out offcast, uh, and it is a hundred percent correct. Lost Kingdoms, mm-hmm. uh, that old From game, and uh, I, to get into the mechanics, I think that we should talk about because it is like the selling point of the game. Mm-hmm. 
I think this game is like pretty bad, like (laughs) kind of lousy as a game. But like there are other elements of this that I think elevate it above like the core mechanic base. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we should talk about it and maybe why I don't think it works. And maybe you do. I don't know. Um, So so the, the main gameplay in Trapped is you are you set up a room and by set up a room i mean you can pause the game at any time Mm -hmm. and place up to three traps of three different categories so you have one trap per button on the controller that isn't circle blue traps green traps and red traps right matt to the x square and triangle buttons respectively Mm -hmm. um and they're represented by floor traps wall traps and ceiling traps um and so you, you can pause the game whenever you want, put these traps down, and then in real time, in a third-person walk-around game, mm-hmm. you run while enemies chase you, and you try and lead them into the traps, which you then have to trigger at the right times to catch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in my in my experience of playing this game, every decision was made incorrectly here. In order to make this, like, a fun thing to do. Uh, I I would say the most forgivable thing that the game does in terms of, like, its actual gameplay is that the camera is just unusable. (laughs) Uh, And that, I feel like, is more of a this game came out in 2005 problem than it is, like, a game design issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't know if I'd say it feels like all the wrong decisions were made, <laughs> but it just feels way too easy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you can basically just kind of use the same strategy over and over again, where you just kind of like set up some traps to like the bottom of the stairs or whatever, uh-huh. and just run in a circle and, you know, just trigger the traps as they run over them and like never get hit. <laughs> uh, that So yeah, it feels like it's missing an element, I think is how I would describe it. Like something, cause I think the idea, I think there's something there, but right. like, it's just, it's, I think maybe it's that the AI for the time just wasn't up to the task of making it challenging. Then um, like another thing I was thinking is like, there are some like room specific traps, like, you yeah. know, like things that you can try and like, shove the characters into with the wall or something uh-huh. uh like i wish maybe there was a little bit more emphasis on that like like kind of lean into like the strategy of it like having to like actually like solve a little puzzle or like do a little thing to like push them into a specific trap or something more demanding than like yeah because it's just way too easy to just run circles around the enemies yeah it, it, it's funny because like the game obviously because there is an enemy type it's like the rogue type who has like two swords uh who who chases after you uh that is a great example of why the game functions the way that it does because when you have an enemy that is fast and therefore can keep up with you and stay right on you is always a threat. The game becomes unplayable <laughs> like for that period of time. You just have to you have to use very specific traps in order to catch those people off guard and it takes away from the more like laborious planning element of it, which I think is what the game wants to be good at. But that's that being said, I feel like this is a game that I felt like even after completing it do not know 
<laughs> how I was supposed to be playing it. Like, I don't know if I was playing it wrong or if there was like a right way even, or if they just sort of like, like you're a DM, you just sort of set up a scenario and give them tools and be like, well, you do what you need to do, solve it in your way. Um, but yeah, I also ended up like essentially just always setting up on some stairs mm -hmm. and then you just go up and down the stairs because the enemies aren't going to hit you. You can just run by them. Right. Uh, Cause they'll have a long windup animation. Uh, and just did that over and over again. Like it was, it, it like to the point where I would try other things and they would go so much worse <laughs> or take so long that the enemies will just leave. <laughs> yeah. Or like the AI will get weird and it'll like, they'll like if you like move a little bit they'll like start going the other, other way, way. <laughs> <laughs> and like it won't it won't come to where your trap is yeah uh like they tried to make the ai a little smarter but it just doesn't really work <laughs> yeah I, I mean i was so in heavily invested in the iron ball at the top of the stairs mm. strategy that i noticed that like the ai after being hit with the ball will actually try to go around that path which is why rolling bomb was so much of an upgrade, because then I just had two iron balls, essentially. I would lock down a two-tile staircase mm -hmm. and just call it a day at that point. Yeah, I ended up falling into uh, bear trap, wall spear things. You think oh, there's, yeah, like, yeah. there's like a bunch of them that come out. It's called it, like guilty spear Yeah, something, or something. like that. Yeah. And then guillotine. So mm. like, what would happen would be like they go over the bear trap, it's... You know, trap them in the bear trap, hit them with the guilty spears, and then as they're standing up, hit them with a with the guillotine or well, not the guillotine, but like the, the swinging pendulum. Pendulum, yeah. yeah. So that was that worked really well, <laughs> uh, and it was hard to like experiment with other things. That just felt like the go to that I settled into. Yeah, vacuum floor mm -hmm. is specifically overpowered. They don't give it to you until pretty late in the game. Uh, but yeah, like I used Bear Trap until then. I really wanted to use Smash Floor that just threw people. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, because there, there are these things, and I managed to trigger a few of them. So like, it, it's not like it was completely wasted on me. But like, there will be like a wall that you hit a button and it opens up. And then in a time period, if you can chuck somebody into it, it like eats them up and spits yeah, them out. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool. And I wanted to do that stuff. But it was so hard. And it's intentionally difficult to do because obviously it would be too strong if it was easy, but it makes it just unwieldy and really hard to land because you're like, okay, I have to hit him with like this thing or like, like the buzzsaw or the pendulum, but really close to the wall, which sometimes you can't do that because they put a pad in front so you can't put something there. Uh or the smash floor to throw them in. Like, whatever it is, like, you have to get them to walk over, like, basically a one-tile thing mm -hmm. that the AI isn't going to do. And it's not really fun to try and corral them into it. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I also ended up just sort of, like, I just rolled balls at people. Uh, I didn't stab them with spears. <laughs> but, like, essentially, we did the same thing for the whole game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I replayed, because... Um, <laughs> It's hard to capture footage off of a PS3 because it has like built in like a built in thing to stop you from doing it. Uh, so I, I I had an HDMI splitter a long time ago and lost it and had to order a new one. So et cetera, et cetera. The game's short. So I just beat it. Then the splitter showed up and I had to capture footage after that. Uh -huh. So like the second playthrough that I was doing to capture the footage, I like tried to experiment more. But like, yeah, like 
kind of like what you were saying, like, I, I, I also never really felt like I was playing it the way they wanted me to. And, like, that's part of, like, um, like what I was saying, where, like, it feels like, like, the game just feels underdeveloped in a, mm-hmm. like, you're able to just, like, run around and, like, they don't even introduce, like, enemies with projectiles till, like, three-fourths of the way into the game, it feels like, <laughs> before you have, like, any resistance. And, like, you're able to, like, buy keys in the menu and, like, unlock different rooms of the mansion. and But, like, it feels like it only ever starts you out in, like, the same rooms every time. You have to, like, go run to the other rooms. Right. There's no real reason. So, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I was, like, I unlocked the the key i got the key for like the torture chamber or whatever yeah. i'm like i'm gonna go to the torture chamber and like that one feels like it's easy to just like do damage to yourself on accident oh. like, <laughs> like yeah like everything like it just feels like there's a lot of things that are like could be cool but just are not at all fleshed out into like what it feels like they maybe they were supposed to be right which is crazy because this is the fourth game in a series like mm-hmm. I, I'm curious if it was, like, the jump to the PlayStation 2 or if there was some other element. Because we haven't played the Deception games. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if those games are more realized but, like, go for a less ambitious thing. Um, I think that's very possible. Uh, but, like, actually just playing this game as your first one, which they rebranded. So there's no number. So there's no way for the an unsavvy consumer to even know that they aren't playing the first game in a franchise like it feels very unfinished yeah mm-hmm. and i like the decisions to me that i feel like they made were that were wrong is <laughs> only being able to place three traps mm. uh i obviously there should be a limit but like basically you always just set up everything in one area and then the rest of the whole room is wasted. Yeah, it's like because they have like a whole combo thing, oh. uh, which doesn't really matter. But right. like, you feel like yeah, like you want to like set up the traps so that you can catch them in one and hit them with another. So it like incentivize you to put them all in the same spot. Right. And so yeah, it's an insult. And, and like obviously, the the dream scenario. I didn't like Google to see if there was like a trapped combo contest or something that <laughs> exists, but. Uh, the dream scenario is that you hit them with like all of your traps and then that launches them into like an environmental trap to get like a big combo multiplier. Uh, but because any trap that you put down is at most going to do like three hits, uh, every com- the highest combo I have in the game was like six hits and it was just triggering an environmental trap. Mm. Like it had nothing to do with what I did. I think I got it up to like 14. Wow. Cause like the, the, the trap, like the setup that I had that I uh, described was like trap in bear trap hit with guilty spears, then with pendulum. And uh-huh. like, by the time that was done happening, the bear trap would be recharged. <laughs> so I could just it loop again. it. Yeah. If, if I was, uh, if I was good with the timing, I could just trap them in it. And then like later, in the uh game like there are these like bigger like night enemies yeah um that can like dodge traps and stuff like i got one of those guys trapped in it like while running away from the other one i felt it was like the most badass i felt in the game i managed <laughs> to just like be running away from one of them and being able to successfully trap him in the cycle that's pretty and, like good. pretty much just like kill the other one uh but yeah so you can get it up high if you set up a loop like oh, that. Oh yeah. I know, I'm sure that there is a way to get the, get it high. I didn't consider I think because I was using 
I mean, well, we can talk about that. That's another mechanical thing. Um, basically, like, as is the problem in every video game ever made, every action game ever made, everything that is big and cool <laughs> is slow and bad, and everything that is fast is good. And so, like, so, like the things that you're describing are, like, some of the best Mm-hmm. like vacuum floor i'm sure their spears are pretty good yeah they have like a big range yeah so they, it's e- very easy to hit people with it <laughs> and they hit twice yes so yeah, yeah, so. of, like, and they'll kind of like move like they'll, like they'll like move their body mm-hmm. uh so that you can take advantage of that too to put them somewhere and yeah. set something up where they land yep yeah there's lots of cool things that you can do with that but once again you only have three traps so like you have one cool thing you can maybe do yeah um but then I spend, like, I always want the big, slow, cool thing to be the thing that works. Like, yeah. that's why I play King DDD uh, <laughs> and, like, big Ultra Great Swords and Dark Souls games. So in this game, like, I was like, I really want to drop a big iron ball on people because it does a lot of damage. There's a thing you can, uh, I think it's a, yeah, it's a ceiling trap you can get that's just called Giant Saw. Or, like, Big Saw or something. And I was like, I love it. Like, I want just Big Saw as the thing that I do. Of course. It's terrible. It takes, like, a (laughs) hundred years to come down. It's only really good if you land it directly on someone's head. But then, like, the utility of it is that it lands and then it revs up for a while and then it goes. Mm -hmm. Like, the regular saw blade does, but without a cooldown for some reason. Uh, And so it just ends up being, like... You use the vacuum floor because it it regenerates really fast, uh, and then you can stab them or whatever. Uh, and I don't know. It to to me, I just wish that more in a game called Trapped about placing traps. I wish that it, the speed of the activation of the trap was not like the defining feature of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like this is the place where you should be able to go wild. This is our Christmas episode <laughs> because it is the game that I found when I Googled games that are kind of like Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not like Kevin McAllister sitting around going like, oh, this paint can is going to take too long. I better just stick to, I better just shoot him with a gun. Yeah, he's just (laughs) running around the house away from Joe Pesci. (laughs) Right. Trying to lure him back to the paint can. Oh, yeah. We got to loop the paint can. Can I get a combo on Joe Pesci? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the other thing, though, that I think was a mistake uh, was not having traps that trigger passively. Uh, mm. Because that's the fantasy. To go back to the Home Alone To set comparison. something up and then have it like a Rube Goldberg machine. Exactly. Yeah. Like, everyone that I talked to about this game, which I'll mention is two people. Uh, one <laughs> one of them, actually the person who suggested that we play Sacrifice for Fanbroy last year. Mm-hmm. Remember to get your Fanbroy suggestions in. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm playing a game called Trapped. Can you guess what you do in the game? And his guess was it's probably like a tower defense game where you set stuff up and then people come toward you and then ah, and then mm. it's like an action, whatever. Uh, that's probably what it should have been, though. <laughs> because, like, what it actually is, is, like, you have really imprecise magic. Sure, and you yeah. engage in combat in that way. And I don't know. To me, like, there was a fantasy in my head about what the game would be. And then there was the reality of playing the game. And the reality was very disappointing. <laughs> but maybe I just built it up in my head too much. I yeah. don't know. 
Yeah, like, I I feel like it, even if like the enemies could do more, like I feel like the final boss and maybe like one other boss enemy mm-hmm. uh, could like trigger your traps. Like I thought that was cool. That really caught me off guard when I walked over a trap and she fucking sprung it on me. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't fight that boss. Oh yeah. Uh, but we we talk about that. I mean, we can talk about it right now. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, as far as I know, Rachel uh, right. can yeah. can trigger your traps, and uh, Catalina can, right, that's can the other drain one. your trap. I don't yeah. know if she can also trigger them or not. Yeah, she can just like uncharge them. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So those stuff are, like, like that was cool. Things. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. those big knights that I mentioned that had like fucking three health bars. Oh uh, yeah. Those guys could dodge traps. Like you know, like there was like maybe like one like big burly enemies could like break the spike trap. Right. But like that felt that kind of stuff felt like it came up so infrequently. But yeah, more enemy variety or like a, um, like a quicker curve to like how much like harder they got like could have really benefited it yeah if if you're trying to keep the idea like as it is and not completely (laughs) rework the game into something else like i think the enemy design and variety could could make it work a lot better yeah i think there were two ish uh uh things about like the the enemies that i think were pretty good though uh one of which we'll get more into later because it's more of a narrative thing but like the the in the main menu in the intermission menu which i'm not a big fan of these like devil may cry style <laughs> like interstitial menus i feel i find them like pretty jarring and bad <laughs> but then also Resident the Evil has them so like i can't complain that much yeah. they are yeah uh but on the intermission menu you can like go to info and then enemy info and then it'll tell you certain people have certain things. So, yeah, there are burly night enemies. And, like, some of them are resistant to wall traps. Right. And right. some of them are resistant to floor traps or whatever. And, like, it can change, I think, based on who the character is itself. So, like, fucking Brian mm. won't get stuck in a bear trap. But, like, George will. But he, he'll... A <laughs> uh, ball will just bounce right off of him. So, like, it's like a weird thing where there's like a whole row like rows and rows of these like special modifiers that you can check before going in which very much like the hit percentages in fire emblem i (laughs) did not bother with Mm -hmm. uh but i do like that it's there um yeah yeah i i also really like that um they have like little bios and like relationships with each other mm -hmm. i just wish that was more relevant yeah um, but yeah, cause I stopped checking like, the first couple levels. Like I looked at the enemy info and then I was just like, it didn't really ever matter. Right. So I just stopped doing it. Yeah. I was, uh, this game, if you, if you haven't played this game, I, I don't particularly recommend this game in terms of like, go out and grab it and play it right now. Yeah. If you have a PlayStation three, like how much was it to download this? Like, <sighs> I want to say it was like twelve bucks, like twelve dollars. It might be worth just like experiencing the first bit of it because yeah. it is very strange. If you have a soft spot for like weird PS2 games, it might be worth a look. Yeah, but when you first start this game and you go, it's like go to mission one start or whatever, and you're in that menu and you go to info and enemies and it's like here are two guys 
And both of them have, like, a paragraph that are, like, this guy proposed to his girlfriend uh, after, like, mm-hmm. being, you know, for, like, a real long time. And then when he dies, he'll say something about his girlfriend. Yeah, but then when he shows up, because, like, in my head, I'm like, man, they wrote, like, a whole backstory for this guy. This is, like, a character that I'm going to learn to, you know, will trap him or whatever, but he won't die. But then he shows up, and he's just like, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking stab him to death with pitchforks and 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 pie pans and shit, uh, with the infuriating, whatever I forget. There's like a ceiling trap. That's a funny name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he just bleeds out on the ground, and then he brings up his backstory. Like his backstory wasn't <laughs> relevant at the time, but then when he dies, suddenly like oh, yeah. Like there were some times where it felt like they were like tried to like. I think the idea of the system is to like make you question what you're doing right even though like you're i think you're obviously the villain in the scenario (laughs) you're like making a pact with a demon or whatever yeah um but like i think it's trying to make you feel bad about what you're doing um and like like and like there were certain enemies like this happened pretty rarely to me but it could probably happen more like certain enemies would run away yeah like if you did some damage to them they would just leave and like I, I think I think it's supposed to be like a world building thing. Like like the guy comes in, he's like, "I'm gonna murder you" or whatever, <laughs> because he's like aligned with whatever political like you know is trying to assassinate you or whatever. Right. So like I think it's trying to do world building and stuff, but it's just all very easy to overlook. As you said, like every enemy's got like a paragraph of text, and like some <laughs> levels have like twelve enemies, and you don't want to sit there and read right. a whole paragraph about all of them. Uh, so yeah, it's just like the execution is really uh, strange. It is. It's real weird. And like, I, yeah, you aren't going to. Most people, I would say, are not going to read the backstory of every enemy in the game, mm-hmm. even though they are for some reason there for you to read. Uh, but the thing is, I you should like I. It's like one of my favorite parts of the game is the fact that they bothered to characterize like every single character. And, like, the first time I really, like, noticed, like, how much I was liking that part of it is, like, in the fourth or fifth level, and when you get the first mage, it's, like, these are the four people you're going to be fighting this level. And it's, like, fucking John and uh, George and Ringo and Blizzago, the (laughs) ice wizard. I'm, like, who is this guy? At this point, I didn't even know there was, like, magic proper in the game like i knew about the demon pact but then blizzago shows up and is like casting ice that, missiles. that stood out to me as well that his name was blizzago or something like <laughs> yeah, that similar. yeah like all the wizards have names like that yeah but i also love there's a guy in one of the two levels that actually gave me uh trouble uh there's a guy whose name is just like God, like schmoward like it's like <laughs> howard but with schm in the front of it like it's really no schmerald i think <laughs> schmerald and he just shows up every time like he sh- it takes him a while to get there like he has to walk from another room mm-hmm. and he, pu- he like you'll be fighting the other guys and then fucking Schmerald just kicks the door in and is like money is the only thing that matters <laughs> And then he fights you. It's like, it's so strange. Uh, Well, that's another thing I thought was interesting is they like treat the mansion like a real space. Like all the enemies have to come in the front gate and like walk to where you are. 
<laughs> so like they'll like enter the map and then they'll you will like hear them in the halls like running toward you. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the footsteps. Yeah. This is this is what I'm talking about like there this game I think sucks, but it has so many weird little elements that elevate it into something that I had I I don't It's think, interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. And not only that but like I we played games that wanted to be funny this this year. This by far is the game that had me laughing the most. Yeah. For so many reasons. Like the writing is off the wall and absurd. Yeah, it's like that B movie kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah. But then also with like the slapstick comedy of the trap part. Because like you hit somebody and then they fall down. Uh, which is inherently very funny. Yeah, and like early on, like you can just like they'll they'll like walk in the door, they'll give their little speech, and then like walk two feet and get just killed <laughs> by your traps in like five seconds, <laughs> and then be like, "Oh, <laughs> I failed you, father," or whatever yeah. they say. Yeah. And then they get like a big my one of my favorite death quotes in the game is from a character whose name is just Johnny, uh, and he's the first one. This is from the other level that gave me trouble. Uh, so I I saw Johnny die a lot. He's like the first <laughs> fodder enemy in the room, uh, and as soon as he dies, he like goes into this like his like melodramatic death animation. He just goes, "I will die unfulfilled." <laughs> like fuck, Johnny. <laughs> Won't we all, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, Johnny is not having it uh, mm-hmm. at all. Uh, so yeah, I had all of that good fun. Killing people and hearing their their death bellows, but <laughs> we should uh, we should talk more about why that's good and talk about the narrative and the stuff in the game that's like kind of wacky and absurd. After the, the break. break, hell yeah, hell yeah. Welcome back. Uh, I have an interesting thing I'd like to start the second half with. Sure. For some reason. Uh, this is the game that made me go, why waifus? <laughs> this is one of the, like, I kind of get why there are waifus whenever there are waifus. Mm-hmm. But this game felt like particularly needlessly jam-packed with waifus. Uh, And it was... I found the designs... Like, it's not even like the designs are inherently bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, And some of them, I think... I think think the main character's costume is, like, kind of cool as an idea. Yeah, it it definitely has, like, Fiora vibes. Like, the white and gold. Yeah. But then she also did... Like, Ada? Is that her name? I don't remember. Yeah. We had, we shared a PlayStation 3 for this, so I had to play it ahead of time. True. Uh, yeah, and I finished it yesterday, so I've got <laughs> it all fresh in the brain. Uh, Ada, the master thief character. Yeah, who, I know you're talking about. Yeah, who never steals anything in the whole game and then is murdered. <laughs> uh, is it just, like, essentially not wearing clothes? <laughs> like, from the back. You would not be able to There's tell that she open was wearing back. a shirt. Yeah. There's not even an open back. It's like the whole <laughs> shirt is just attached at a necklace. Right. That drapes over top of her. But her character is not like... I mean, I guess this is sort of the waifu way. Is 
to you make a, a sexy character for no reason and then they just act like a regular person even though they are wearing the most distracting <laughs> uh shit imaginable see eg the entirety of xenoblade chronicles 2 yeah i mean we talked about this sort of thing before um i think it's just it's just part of like like a certain like subsect of anime like mm-hmm. just part of the style um and like i i've speculated before like i think japan culturally like is very like old fashioned when it comes to that like you don't really express sexual interest mm-hmm. um and i think like media is like an outlet for it uh so like you often see things like what you're describing like you have like a character who's in like this like sexy like (laughs) spank bank for the teenagers outfit but then it just like doesn't affect their personality doesn't line up with the design at all no one acknowledges it like no it's just like it's like it's normal well this game kind of does and this is also where i should have put the trigger warning i guess uh content warning for this game uh just a couple of very in uh, out of place weird references to sexual assault mm. uh as several characters like indicate that they uh want to take advantage of the main character right uh which is real weird uh also a character who dies and then says i er, <laughs> i hate that i died before i could kill all men <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i don't remember that one <laughs> it's like you know fucking third wave feminism am i right boys yeah uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess i would say that i feel like that's a thing in some like fantasy fiction mm-hmm. not just from japan but from anywhere right uh it's like oh yeah like back then they would have like totally like taken prisoners and then you know like raped them right in whatever so they feel like they need to say it uh-huh. you know they just shove it in there uh, to me it like it, it reads in this game at least as very much just sort of like not a mistranslation because i'm sure that whatever lascivious thing was said in japanese it is just as stupid mm-hmm. uh but the like it is the it, it reads as jokes which is what is weird uh, but I do love the person who who complained about not being able to kill all men because there was no <laughs> indication when she showed up that that's what her thing. Was. But I think it's mentioned like in her backstory. Yeah, though, almost yeah. guaranteed it is. But my favorite guy is the dude who busts in and just shrieks, "I hate women." Uh, <laughs> that guy's a that guy is a real one. Uh, like a, it's just very funny. There's no subtlety whatsoever, and I think that that is kind of the. To me, that's the segue into this plot is apeshit and also has no subtlety. This this is as subtle as characterizing a character by ha- as ha- having them bust into a room and yell, I hate women. Yeah. Yeah, I guess with the story, uh, there are a couple of points where you can make different decisions. Mm-hmm. And like, I wasn't sure to the extent that that affected the game. Cause like I feel like even on, like on my second playthrough, um, the first like I felt like the first like eight level, and that's not true. Uh-huh. But for I felt like for a long time, it just always started me out in the hall. Uh, yeah. but then like I think it was like on like the second or third level, it started me out in a different location. Then I swear it didn't the first playthrough. So I was like, 
Is there like stuff that affects this? Is it like, is there like, is it at all random? Is it because I opened the map and looked at it beforehand and like I moused over a different room before I closed it. So it started me in that room. I never tested that, but I was like kind of confused as to like, because it seemed like there was more variation to what was going on than I would have expected. Right. I know there, there, this game has four endings. Um, Okay. And... I got ending B, and you would have gotten ending A. I think I did get ending A. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, ending C is it, what my ending would have been if I had actually beaten the boss. Mm. Uh, but because I died, it, I got ending B uh, instead of ending C. And then ending D is you uh, when you leave, or there's like a part where you go to the castle and fucking Wolfgang, I don't remember what his name is, <laughs> the guy... Uh, the big intimidating guy who, in the end, at the end of the game, spoilers, kills your dad, uh, your real dad. Yeah. Uh, he uh asks you to leave the kingdom, and if you just say okay, I'll leave, <laughs> that is an ending. But then you, it doesn't get saved. Uh, uh, okay. So you you have to go and redo that, and then actually stay in the kingdom. Uh. And so those are the the branching points that I'm aware of. But I know that in one of the side stories I did, or in multiple side stories, I think, there mm-hmm. are uh, choices that you can make. Like, somebody asks if you want to just, if you want to forgive Catalina, mm-hmm. and you can choose yes or no. There was one, I don't think there was, like, a, a branching, like, choice you can make. But, like, there's one side story with, like, a guy that couldn't die. Oh yeah, yeah. That I thought like standout moment of the game for me. Like I was like, <laughs> that could be like set up for a sequel, right? You know, like there's just like some guy that can't die and who comes to like seeking this demon, thinking maybe that it could kill him. Uh, that was really interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of of like it's funny because like the side stories are like I missed that it was even an option for like three levels. So like those first few, yeah. I never even did. I think I missed the first one, mm. but then did all the others. Okay. I did most of them. Uh, and it's weird because it says, like, see the story from another angle. But no, you aren't. You're just <laughs> seeing more of the story. Like, yeah. it was just stuff that was in the game that's narrative content that isn't voice acted. Like, it's slightly lower effort, like, challenge stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. It's kind of strange. Uh, the side stories as just, like, a whole, I think, were a weird choice. Because the game is so short, mm-hmm. I feel like they could have just been levels, uh, and it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a budget thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, they are not voice acted, which means that they, they really had, like, like every character who busts into a room or dies has spoken, voiced dialogue. Uh, and so the fact that they, it did stand out that they didn't have dialogue in those. Mm-hmm. Uh so maybe that's it. Like they just didn't have the budget, so they didn't want to put un quote unquote unfinished content into the main story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. the it, The side story is extremely strange, and very rarely does it seem to actually relate to the main story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I guess obviously that's why it's called a side story. But it's weird because there's so much. Every level of this game mm-hmm. starts with like a minutes long cutscene. And ends with one, and sometimes there's a fucking Big Mac Club one right in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of strange, because, like, the cutscenes are, you know, 
not super long, but they're not like short either. Some of them are like kind of meaty. And that was and but some of the levels you can beat in like less than a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so it feels like you're just kind of like watching cutscenes uh long for more more time than you're actually playing the game. Yeah. And if you like if you listen to the episode that we did on Realms of the Haunting, uh you'll probably guess that the cutscenes were my reward for finishing the level. Like yeah. I really did love watching these cutscenes. Uh, because it is so, I don't know if the story is intelligible <laughs> to, to anyone, uh, in terms of like why all of these things are occurring. It's got a very basic plot structure though. Like you just kind of, uh, your dad, you're the king who mm-hmm. is your father is assassinated. You run off. Right, to you're a framed mansion. for it. You're framed for it. You run off to a mansion, get possessed by a demon. Everyone in the kingdom comes to murder you. Uh, and, and then you trap them and you trap them. And then it turns out this was all orchestrated by your dad, but he your was real dad. your real dad, uh, who is not actually dead, but then is killed five seconds after you find out that he's alive, <laughs> uh, by another guy. He wanted to orchestrate it to resurrect your mother. And then the other guy planned to kill him but didn't do it <laughs> for a long time for no reason uh to prevent the resurrection of the fiend mm-hmm. uh etc cetera, etc cetera. that's like that's your plot essentially and then at the end you have to ultimately make the decision to fight back against it accept the resurrection of the fiend or resurrect the fiend and then murder it right uh and those are the three endings so it's not like it's a complicated plot where there's a lot going on but like how many times did you go, I knew they were going to betray me? Because, like, that's the whole game. It's just everyone betraying you. Yeah, over yeah, yeah. It. it is a bit cliche in that in that way. <laughs> it was like, I didn't even really want to make any predictions about the story as I was playing it. Because I was just like, I don't know. Uh, probably everyone will die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the end, yeah, everyone dies. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of feels like it's going that direction. Uh, yeah, you're just like going further into the mansion and, you know, using the demon powers that probably everyone is going to die. <laughs> it's funny because, like, uh, you mentioned in the first half, like, obviously your character is the villain, like, in the the grand scheme. And, like, yeah. the game wants you to, to be aware that, like, there is... You are coerced into this. Like, you're framed for a murder... You don't really have a choice but to defend yourself in certain circumstances. But you're still right, because very early on, in fact, the very first time you kill anyone, the fiend speaks to you and is like, whenever you kill somebody, I take their soul and I get a little bit stronger. <laughs> and the fact so that you, you know, just have continue fun. to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Alara, the, the main character, mm-hmm. is absolutely complicit in this for so long it without even, giving a shit at all. Yeah, it doesn't seem to bother her very much. <laughs> There's yeah. maybe like one cutscene early on where she's like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> but then just proceeds to just murder everyone. <laughs> yeah. And the cutscenes are so incongruous with like the gameplay where every time that like anyone shows up brandishing a weapon which is every second of every day of Allura's life. Uh-huh. Uh, she's like, oh, God, and, like, hides behind a wall or something. And it's like, 
Why? Because like <laughs> you then proceed to easily murder them by trapping them in a in a uh, series of bear traps and spears and rolling boulders at them, uh, with no effort, and you take no damage, and then you win and get an A plus and a bunch of war roll, uh, and then whatever. But then it goes in the next cutscene, and it's and it's like. Oh God! One more guy with a spear. Like it's—I mm-hmm. don't know. To me, it, it felt like they just like it, they felt like two totally separate things. Yeah, complete ludo narrative dissonance. No, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, like the she acts very like uh like uh, like a meek, uh, you know, a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. No. She she acts like a meek little bitch. <laughs> But then it's able to just run around and murder people effortlessly. Right. Uh, yeah, and it, it it does stand out, especially the further into it you get. Like, it doesn't seem like her personality doesn't change. Like, she doesn't, like, become more, like, evil or edgy or malicious or, like, it doesn't, like, it's that could be cool, like, to show right. a progression. Like, it's maybe it's, like, taking over her brain or something. Which I think delivers more on, maybe not the promise, but, like, at the very least, like, the reality of the game, which is you are essentially playing the bad guy. Everyone yeah. that the kingdom said, I mean, obviously the, the good guys are also bad guys. Right. Yeah. Cause Catalina is so like morally gray. <laughs> it's very morally gray. Uh, but yeah, it, like Catalina is a witch and she is like controlling people, manipulating them to mm. commit murders and stuff, which is not good. Yeah. She's trying to grab power. Right. And then the other dude, is just a guy who seems noble and then stabs a king with a spear. Yeah. He's probably, like, one of the best characters, morally speaking, <laughs> yeah. in the game. Uh, but, it like, you playing the villain and then just sort of, like, embracing it in a game where you are not passively but actively triggering death traps to murder people feels like it fits. Yeah. And I wish that they had leaned into it. Like, or at least did, like, a wonder thing. Yeah. Where it shows her deteriorating uh, over time and, like, having it actually take a toll on her. But it, it doesn't. It, like, it's just two different characters. It's Allura the murderer mm-hmm. and then Allura the person <laughs> who is afraid of everything. Yeah. It's just very weird. And I don't know. But it's not like... That's the thing, though. I don't know... And I don't think it is good, but I did not like it because I also like just the melodrama of all of it. Yeah, uh, it's like kind of soap opera-y. Yeah, like all of the characters going back and forth and being like, oh, you, you're you not the type of man who would hesitate to kill his own sister. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that, that woman's life means nothing to me. I'm like, you tell him, <laughs> fucking Frederico or whatever your name is. Uh and it's just, like, all of this back and forth and, like, the people are keeping secrets from other people pretty badly uh, and then getting stabbed in the back or in the front or ha- being beheaded, whatever. Bad shit happening mm-hmm. to people. It's all very traumatic and, like, because it has so little effect on what you, the player, are doing. Like, I thought at the beginning of the game that you couldn't use the traps outside of the mansion. That they were like tied together, mm. but then you go to the castle and you just use traps there. And I was like, I thought this was going to be like a place where they mix up the gameplay. Mm. Maybe you rely more on the environmental traps. Nope, uh, <laughs> nope. You just put put the fucking vacuum floor down, <laughs> clean them up, <laughs> uh, and that's just like the whole game. 
so I was more enjoying sort of just like how campy and weird it was than I was anything else. Yeah, and, and like that coupled with the weird premise of the game, like it, it is like a I don't know if charming's the right word, but it is just very interesting. Yeah. Uh in a way you don't see as much anymore. Maybe I mean I don't want to say never. Uh, it was more common, yeah. I think, especially in video games. Like at this time, yeah, you got a lot more like weird tonal things like this, right? Yeah, no, I was going to agree with you harder than I think I'm actually landing on, but yeah, because I think you were a hundred percent correct there. Like the the only thing that came to mind immediately was that Wanted Dead game uh, that Jacob Geller did a video mm. on that I have not played. Uh, that feels like almost a game out of this era uh, or like indie games that are specifically trying to recreate this, yeah. which I feel like is something that's admirable, but not quite the same as like this. Uh, so it does sort of like come out to being like a weird experience to, <laughs> yeah. to go through. Uh, I guess to shift gears, unless you had more on the story, um, you mentioned on the first half, like, there being, like, two or so levels that gave you trouble. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you, we wanted to talk about that, like, spotlighting levels that were actually challenging. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious. So, when you gave me the PlayStation to play through the game, mm-hmm. uh, the... Oh, there were three save files? There are three save files, <laughs> and I thought that was curious. And the things that stood out to me is that there was a... A save file that had a clear thing on it. Yeah. This is like tempering my whole expectations for the game before I've even started. Yeah, I think I just accidentally, or maybe I just felt like I should make that save on a new save. Like, I, I, I was like, the first save file, I got to the end, it was like, create clear data. Oh, And I was yeah. like, I did that on the second file, just because. Right, okay. So I didn't know how many chapters were in the game. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the first had clear data on it, and it said, like, playtime an hour and 40 minutes. Because it doesn't like, count the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't count the cutscenes. It doesn't count the time that you spend in menus. It literally only counts the time that you spend in yeah. the map. And the levels are short. They're, like, two <laughs> minutes of beats. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I had no idea. I was like, what is this game takes two hours? Like, yeah. what's going on? And then the third file was from the capture footage. Right. And that's the thing that I was curious about because you made a save. It was on stage eight. Mm-hmm. And stage eight was the first level that gave me trouble. Mm. Uh, it's the one with the drawbridge. Ah, uh, okay. And it's like, the enemy, I could fucking recite it to you. It's Johnny <laughs> uh, who died unfulfilled. Uh, and then... Uh, Ber- Bernhardt, I think, is like a big knight guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna remember the rest of the names, but it was a there's a mage, uh, lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I know this. An level. archer, and then a, a a stabby run man with two swords. A rogue. A rogue. Uh, yeah, and it, it's like it starts you in a uh in a room that has a drawbridge, right. And then stairs that lead up, go across the drawbridge, and then come to a dead end, right. Uh, and that level, I don't know, that was hard for me because it had, like, one place where I could put an iron ball, and that was, like, my main thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the rest of it, it was just, like, and it was hard, I don't know, it was just tough. There, yeah, was, no. there wasn't a lot of room yeah, to maneuver. Like, it threw up obstacles to your strategy. Right. Yeah. I don't think that one gave me trouble, but, um, the, like, I, I thought that whole game was super easy till like, the last couple levels. Like, the first one that gave me trouble was you start out at, like, the entrance with the stairs. Mm-hmm. And there's just, like, 
fucking six mages just come in, like, one after the other. And, like, if I didn't kill them before the next character showed up, like, I, I just lost. So, like, I had to, like, kill everyone really fast. Okay. And, like, that... I just thought that was hard. Was it a mansion level, or was it the one that's in, like, the the big staircase that goes yeah, up and corners? Yeah, it goes up, and then, yeah, and corners then you fight and up. Bertrand, or whatever, the wizard. Yeah, yeah, that one. That was the second level that yeah, gave me trouble. that was the yeah. first one that gave me trouble. And then, I think, like, just one of the other ones, like, after that, I think, there were, maybe with those big knights, even though I don't know if I died, but, like, it took me, like, a fucking million years to... Yeah to beat it that was my experience as well like, i did die to them one time but then yeah i think i died once yeah, yeah. but then after that i was because they don't get trapped by the floor traps you See, can get them too i don't remember how i did it mm. but like I, I, I don't know if it was something about going around a corner or if it was triggering a different trap and then they came back around they'd get hit by it the second time or uh, something okay. like you could like kind of manipulate them that one ended up being like it was one of those levels that like highlighted what the game could have been, mm-hmm. but then also w- highlighted the problems that I had with the game because they basically took no damage from any of the traps that I had prepared. Um, mm. I think I could have damaged them with triple arrow, that and which did like thirteen damage per hit, and I would have to navigate them in front of a wall, trigger it, and then run away, and then wait and do it again. Uh, so it was really tedious and boring, and I didn't yeah. like it. But I found that I could launch them using one of the floor traps into a pillar with spikes on it, which would then deal. So the it would be like 15 damage. Like an environmental damage. Yeah, and then like 40 or 50 environmental. And so I just had to keep running them around. Yeah. And I was like, if this was... If this was like easier to... Not easier to do even, but like I could just put more floor traps out. Like take... Change my ceiling trap... To another yeah, floor so trap. you had extra blue. Yeah, some extra blue slots so that I could actually set this up to make the environmental traps more of a thing. This would be way more fun. But then in the end, it ended up just taking me an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> and by that I mean like probably like six minutes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like maybe ten minutes. Yeah, that's <laughs> a very long level in this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I felt like yeah, like it just really could have benefited the game to have more of a difficulty curve instead of just being kind of flat until like the yeah. last third of it. I will say after that eighth level, I felt like, cause like the, the, that level after you beat that then has a boss fight with the, with the assassin. Guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember him. Uh, and he would like stun lock you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did kill him on my first try, but like, I remember being like, this is kind of bullshit <laughs> because like he'll hit you and you yeah. fall down. It does feel kind of bullshit. But then at the same time, you're like, at least it's like challenging me. Like, right? I don't know if this is good or bad. <laughs> Well, at that point, I didn't know if if I died, I would have to reset oh, the whole, the whole stage and then do the first part again, which I, think, I guess yeah. I had gotten kind of good at at that point. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm glad that I wouldn't have had to, but mm-hmm. I did beat it because I was being very cautious. Uh, and one of the few times that I like ran to a different area. Yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Like, um, I, I think I, I kind of touched on it earlier, but like. There are keys you can buy to unlock certain rooms, and, like, the enemies will spawn at the entrance and have to run to you. Like, you can go to other rooms, but, like, 
there's never a reason to do it right. unless you just want a change of scenery. Yeah. Uh, or there's like a specific area where you like setting up traps in. Yeah. Um, that was me in the castle because there was in the castle sewers, there is a one tile staircase, mm. which may as well be an infinite I win button. <laughs> so I use the, the one tile staircase a lot. Yeah. Um, but then otherwise, yeah. Like why would I, there's like a courtyard with like a coffin in it. It's like where, you die. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dad yeah, yeah, gets yeah, killed yeah. in the opening cutscene. You fight those two, are they like mages or whatever? Like they're probably anyway. Mages. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like a big courtyard area uh, that you could go to if you wanted to make the game impossible to play. <laughs> uh, because not only is there basically nowhere to guide people, yeah, because you need hallways and like small walkways in order to get people to actually fall into traps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there isn't anything. Yeah, there. you kind of just have to put it like the edges of the map, right? And then run around. Yeah, and run around a pillar. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not only that, but also there's a bunch of stuff that inexplicably blocks your movement. So you'll get hit by just standing in a corner that you didn't know was there. Uh, so you could go there if you wanted to make the game terrible and unplayable. Uh, but those are basically the two reasons: mm-hmm. change of scenery, want to make the game unplayable. Great. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, because, like, like, the, of course I felt this way, but the, the part of my brain was like, uh, if only this could be, like, not level based and they could maybe use the mansion as, like, some kind of hub or, like, <laughs> you could just make it a little bit more seamless. Like, I, the, the fact that it had the mansion, like, made my brain go there. Like, could this be more of an explorable space with stuff to find in it? or something yeah i think the game honestly really needed that like yeah. being able to instead of having those interstitial like buying those keys would feel like super rewarding if you could like go to the room and find a thing there yeah i bought a key to a room in the castle and on the very next level i went back to the mansion and then never went back to the castle so i don't even know what i unlocked <laughs> Uh, so that sucks. Uh, didn't have any options there. Uh, and that's sort of like, that's that's the whole game's problem, I think, is it's just like uh, not meeting expectations or like not doing things that I think would have made it. At, cause, I don't know. What, when you bought the, the first key, mm-hmm. what did you think you were doing? Uh, I didn't know. Like, I, I bought the right. key, and then I think I just, like, neglected to go to the area, uh, like, for a while. Well, as far as I know, the game doesn't, like... T- I mean, you can bring up a map. Yeah, yeah, and you and can it... see the where the room is. Right. But, like, I, I think it's the There's... torture chamber is the first one you unlock. Yeah. I don't know if I ever went to it. Like, I did on my second playthrough. I made it a point to actually, like, go see what it was. Right. It's just, like, an extra room to play in like an extra like level right um but yeah and it's just got more stuff you can hurt yourself on so it didn't really seem like the best place to uh to play in so yeah. i did one level there and that was it yep it's weird like that that's the thing it's like it, it, it to but me, i was it... excited though like when i saw those keys i'm like oh what's this right yeah the same and i bought one immediately it was like the first thing i got yeah uh and then was pretty disappointed it didn't buy any of the other ones. Yeah. Um, I guess you also have to, like, craft or unlock the traps. Yeah. I don't know. you feel like that added anything? 
Uh, I mean, something yeah. to speak gives you. You can put a currency in the game, and it's something to spend it on. Yeah, there are like two currencies. There's Warl and that's the money. That's yeah. the money that you used to and buy you get the like traps. A, is it like experience or maybe? I don't know what the other currency did. Was it I just kept health? amassing it? I don't think so. Yeah, like it has a name. Yeah, I just don't remember what it is. I can't say I remember. Yeah, I never found a place to spend it, or if it even, or if it's just points. Essentially, I don't know. Yeah, like do you get a score? Because like it's mission based. I don't yeah. remember if you get a score at the end. You get like a result screen. It doesn't give you a score in like a letter grade, right? But it does give you like a this is the amount of each thing that you collected. So if one of those is points, but that's weird. That's <laughs> like if you played fucking Super Mario Brothers and at the end of the stage it said, this is the number of points you accumulated and then gave you a number instead of just having a score on screen. Yeah. I think people understand what a score is. Right. When you give it a name, you've now confused me. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I have no fucking idea what any of it's for. But I liked making the traps, one, because it does give you a sense of progression. Mm-hmm. It feels like as you move through, especially since there are some that just seem to be like upgrades, like you have big rock. Right. And then after you get big rock, you can get iron ball and then you can get flaming rock. And I'm like, cool. So I see the progression here. Right. Uh, the secret, by the way, is that iron ball is better because it bounces. So you mm-hmm. can hit people with it more than once. Uh, flaming ball is cool, though. I used it a good bit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but I liked that progression. I liked that you, that there were certain, there are characters that if you killed them specifically, you would unlock traps. Uh, I didn't really get, I don't have, the game gives you no indication of this. I just, through Googling and also, uh, I think I got one notification when I got an ending, it unlocked a trap that was called like death pillar or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool. Uh, anyway, I'm unplugging the PlayStation now and putting it on a chair. <laughs> so I'm not going to get to actually use it. Um, but I liked it. I also love that whenever you make a trap, it has like a whole cutscene of it being summoned out oh, of the yeah. ground. It's just very stupid, and I love it. Uh, so uh, I did. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel the same. Great. Yeah, like, it. it, it even though it, it feels like they could have just given you a list of the traps, you could just give them all of them to you like there's something satisfying about like choosing which ones you want and you know yeah that it's it just the, the the agency i think is was worth the inclusion yeah and it's like i'm not buying vase yeah i never bought vase <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah i did actually eventually buy vase Ugh. high five it worked all right make sure that Everything is still plugged in. All right, we're good. Uh, what a catastrophic <laughs> high five. Yeah, the high five was worth it, and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that made me think of this, but uh, some of the enemies had that like fire emblem energy where they're just like a person with a pot on their head. <laughs> It's like, yeah. why is this peasant just att- trying to kill murder the princess? <laughs> <laughs> and then people like show up and they and this plays into the characterization is really the best thing about the game. It's like this guy like comes in who's like, I don't want to kill you. This is the only way I can make a living. I'm like, and that does a good job of making you feel that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> War. What is it good for? Uh, it is. It is. Fun. The, my favorite was Brenda, uh, who Brenda rolls in. 
in the fight with the legionnaires, like the giant armor guys that we were just talking about took a million years to beat. Uh, they got a bunch of health bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brenda shows up with the first one. Like, it's just like it goes into that mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. And she's, she's just, just like there. a lady. Yeah. And you kill her. And then, like, her death quote is like, yes, keep killing. <laughs> she's like a crazy cultist lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm here with these two legionnaires. <laughs> she just Wild card. Unceremoniously <laughs> is wiped off the face of the planet. Uh, they, yeah, that gave me a good laugh. Yeah, it's like basically like two Dark Souls enemies and like a lady with a with, in rags. Uh-uh. And she's like, it's like, I'm, I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Um, yeah, no, for sure. For sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. The other thing that makes you feel bad and a smooth transition into a new conversation topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, the the fanfare that plays at the end of a level is just uh, da- like I don't know music terms. Uh-huh. There is one for this. I have to say I don't remember what it sounds like off the top of my head. So uh, it basically is like the RPG music equivalent of the sad trombone from oh, the prices okay right. like every level you beat is just like brah, brah, brah. <laughs> right like instead of being like an uplifting like yes it's like a oh yeah like dread <laughs> yeah and, which i think is great but then the lost kingdoms problem there's fucking one song for the rest of the game there's just one song that plays in every level and it drives me up the fucking wall. Yeah. You always have to wonder whether or not it was like a budgetary thing or a memory limitation or both. Right. Because, yeah, like at the time, like music takes up a lot of space. Like audio files are huge comparative to like images and stuff. Right. And this game has a huge number of cutscenes, some of which I think do have unique music or at least like different. Well, plus all of the voice dialogue and stuff like it very well could have been memory. Like they just could not fit any more music onto the disc. Mm-hmm. But then also it is just like, I don't know. Yeah. But fucking earthbound had a different fucking song for <laughs> every area. Well, I think that's a different encoding thing. Yeah. 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 Back know, in the day, yeah. But Either way, I think I think the the thing is you you do have to pick and choose your battles, but I feel like the battles that they chose may not have been the right ones. Oh yeah, I guess off the back of this, um, one of the things I wanted to bring up early on and completely forgot uh, was this game came out in two thousand five, mm-hmm. which I was really surprised to read because like, it feels like a launch PS two game. Right, like there's so much about it. Like I feel like you see that you see this with consoles. I think especially at back in this era when a new one comes out like the games that come out at the beginning of the console's life are like so much simpler because like they're like the devs are like learning how to use the new hardware and software right but and then by the end of the console generation there's the stuff is like three times better than yeah. like the stuff that came out at the beginning like this came out the same year as like kingdom hearts 2 and like god of war <laughs> You know, and it, it it feels like it's five years earlier, right? And it is, and it wasn't developed by like fucking Square Enix. Square, yeah, yeah. It, or, well, no, I'm saying it wasn't developed. It wasn't developed by Square Enix, and that is a that's a fair point. Yeah, but it also wasn't developed by like 
fucking Johnny who died unfulfilled. Right. In his basement. It's with by a, Tecmo. Yeah, it's Tecmo. It's a fucking, it's a, the, I don't know, they make like fighting games sometimes. Mm-hmm. And pole position or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that was probably Namco, now that I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that was Namco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like they're a known publisher. Uh, and maybe at this time they were a lot smaller. But it feels weird because it is like, it to me what it reads as is somebody was like I want to continue the Deception series, mm-hmm. uh, and probably because I never heard of the Deception series prior <laughs> to this coming out, it wasn't a giant big seller for them, and so they were like, "Here's seventy dollars <laughs> and a ham sandwich, <laughs> and a ham sandwich, and you can have a team of like six people." Or whatever. No, I watched the credits. There's more than six people like worked on this. Twenty like, people. Yeah, some number of people in in the company to go work on this as your own team and put it out. Uh, it's developed and published. It was done in house. So to me, that's what it, it was just like. This was a thing that they wanted to do, and so they put it out. Uh, and probably were not given the full resources of the. Yeah, the this is a budget title. <laughs> but that and that does still happen. But I feel like not to this type of result very often yeah and also not with this big of a swing honestly i kind of it makes me kind of look fondly back at fucking ghostwire tokyo Mm. which despite taking way fewer risks than trapped is (laughs) still feels like kind of a a swing yeah it's something something different yeah yeah that feels like a spiritual sort of kindred uh connection to this game yeah yeah it's like that kind of double A release that you don't see as much anymore. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Indeed. Indeed. Uh <laughs> Do we have Flaming Boulder at the top of the stairs? Thoughts. Uh, my flaming folder at the top of the stairs thoughts are, uh, this is, I thought, I think like you've said a couple of times, like the game is bad. <laughs> um, I haven't come out and said it yet, but yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. it does not hold up, but like, it's very charming. Like, like, uh, after I had finished it, I was talking to you and I was like, it has big, like lost kingdoms energy to me in the sense that like, it just feels so of the time like it felt feels like an early ps2 game even though apparently it wasn't um so yeah like there's like a charm in that like it it feels different than you know like games coming out now uh it it is a weird premise a weird execution like the way like it feels like every part of it uh it just isn't fleshed out to the degree it needs to be uh, like everything feels like it's like kind of off, but like I really feel like they have something here. Uh, like the concept, I think is interesting because like I think you were saying uh, you were talking to a friend about it, and they were like, "Oh, like maybe maybe it's like a tower defense game or whatever." And like that feels like it makes more sense on paper, but like I like the fact that it is a weird third person game. Uh, like I, that, I feel like that's like a like a cool idea that like makes it interesting. And yeah, it just it is not just it was not given enough time to like really come to fruition. Uh, like, like the AI is really letting it down. It's very easy to run circles around and manipulate. 
Uh, you can get away with just triggering the same three traps on every level, and it keeps working all the way to the end of the game. <laughs> you know, like you don't like the environmental traps. You can very easily ignore or like not even really know how you're supposed to use them. You know, like they kind of fall to these like extremes where they're not useful or confusing. Uh, so like, yeah, there's a lot of cool ideas in there and like the stuff with the backstories of the characters could be more integrated. Um, so yeah, a lot of cool ideas, but like nothing really feels like it's fully realized. Um, so I think I'm assume that this series no longer exists, Uh but I, I don't know. I feel like I would really like to see this get rebooted. Uh, cause like we, we all obviously AI is way better now like enemy AI and I feel like with a and you could even like like do exactly like the way this probably was done at the time like you could have a smaller team and a smaller smaller budget but I just feel like now the end product would end up so much better than it did back then like I think there's something interesting here and I would like to see it again even though it's probably not gonna happen so Though I guess those are my mixed uh, final thoughts. Mostly bad, but <laughs> very, very, very interesting. Yeah, I think I think you are basically a hundred percent right on all points there. Like to me, this game is like it, it is a bad game. Like it is it's not sugarcoating it. The game itself is not well designed in terms of making it like a fun game to play or (laughs) (laughs) control at all. Like you would expect it to, uh, or have a functioning camera, all these, uh, things that, that could potentially put somebody off from enjoying it. But I have to give a shout out to the harvester realms of the haunting crowd, the people fucking night trap, like the people like me who, and I think like a lot of people, Mm -hmm. this is not uncommon who want to just sit down and look at something that is clearly not made to the best of its potential, but like is taking these big swings and doing very strange things. Um, both in terms of its mechanical choices, because this game is just weird. Uh, and the fact that it has this campy melodrama attached to it as a story uh, with all of this, like it's Japanese voice acting with subtitles in every localization of the game. Uh, So you get the genuine performance and it is like, I don't know. There's something really enjoyable about that. That made me, I do. I will talk to people about this game in the future, much like I do with the other games that I mentioned where it is just such an amusing time uh, that I can't say that I don't like the game because it, as it turns out, I do. It's just a, a bad game that I love. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. the check, check it out. If you own a PlayStation 3, I don't know if I'd recommend paying the, like, $90 it would cost to get a, a physical PS2 copy. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to No Clip This Week. What are we doing next time? Next time...
I don't know. There's not. I don't have like a theme song for it. The fucking no clip war. I usually use the beginning of Jump Up Superstar. Oh, we do. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that I put it in, right there. I'm not going to. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and are like, well, why didn't you just put it in? It's an intention. This is an artistic decision uh-huh. <laughs> to let that just be silent. <laughs> but we're doing the No Clip Awards next year. We have a, a set of categories, uh, and we're going to pick the best games of the games that we have t- done episodes on. Mm-hmm. So even though it is the No Clip Awards 2023 trapped from 2005 <laughs> is going to be eligible for awards right uh so wrap your head wrap your feeble little brains around that <laughs> you fucking idiots <laughs> you fucking idiots uh before you jump in uh but but no uh should be a good time uh should also come out i think uh early in january so like uh, it'll be like the first full episode of next year um and, uh, you know, then we'll be going into February, so make sure you get those suggestions in. Mm-hmm. February, 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 February. Uh, and if you want to get those suggestions in, you can get a hold of us. All of our contact information is on our website at noclippodcast.com. Uh, there you can find our email address, our Twitter account, uh, uh, the YouTube channel. You can leave comments and our Discord server where you can suggest things uh, for us to play for February. February, February, February. <laughs> And you can listen to all of our old episodes, including we've referenced so many games at this mm-hmm. point: Lost Kingdoms, uh, Night Trap, Night Trap, Realms of the Haunting, uh, Kingdom Hearts Two. <laughs> <laughs> just like this. It's just like this game, honestly. Uh, trap that like button. Mm-hmm. Uh, catch someone in a bear trap. And then <laughs> shoot them with guilty spears. And then as they're standing back up, swing a big scythe pendulum at them in the comment section. Hell yeah. But don't do any of that in real life. Goodbye. <laughs>